Welcome back to Daf HaShavua. This week we're going to be learning Mesech HaSivamo's Daf Mem Hey. And uh, over the course of the next few minutes, we will uh, give a little bit of a review and recap from the end of Daf Mem Dalid and uh, begin to try to understand uh, the intricacies and details of Daf Mem Hey. Hopefully throughout the journey, be able to present two different uh, Halacha Lemaisa practical applications of uh, two uh, instances that appear on our daf, on daf mem hey. So on daf mem dalid, we saw machlokas about when a child is going to become a mamzer. We said that Rabbi Akiva holds of a concept of yesh mamzer b'chayev elavin. That when a uh, marriage is prohibited by a simple lav, so a child from that, mar- uh, from that marriage will be a mamzer. And the Gemara quoted from Rabbi Shimon Timni and the Chachamim who hold that ain mamzer b'chayev elavin, but Yesh mamzer krisis. If the marriage uh, is deemed uh, inappropriate with a punishment, a prohibition of karis, so there will be uh, mamzer bechayav krisis. The child of that relationship will be a uh, will be a mamzer if the relationship is prohibited with a chiyav uh, of karis. As we make our way to Daf Memhei, the Gemara begins to describe that Hakol Modim, that everybody agrees that the children of an Eved Kanani uh, or a non-Jewish man, another non-Jewish man, who has a child with a Jewish woman. So the Gemara says that those children are going to be Jewish, but those children are going to have this unfortunate title of being Mamzerim, and we're going to uh, put an Isser on them, Lavo Leklal Yisrael, to join and to enter into the uh, the Jewish people. They're not able to marry another Jew. So this case, specifically the case of an Eved or an Oved Kochavim, is like a case of Chayave Krisus, and the Kedushin is not going to be valid, which would make the child of this relationship uh, a Mamzer, since this concept of Yesh Mamzer Mamzerus Mechayuve Krisus, and since this marriage is a Chiv of Kares, so, um, so the child that's going to be born is going to be a Mamzer, which leads us into the discussion of the Gemara and the ultimate Maskana, the conclusion that it's a Machlokes between Rebbe, uh, who holds that the child will be a mamzer, and Rav and Shmuel, who holds that in this situation of an Ovi Kochavim or an Eved, uh, who goes ahead and has a relationship and has a child with a Bas Yisrael, that the child uh, will not be a mamzer. And the Gemara goes on to describe the different, psuk, uh, the different psukim to, uh, to prove both of these shitos, both of these approaches, whether or not this child is going to be uh, a mamzer, whether or not this child is going to be usr lavo laklal, mutter lavo laklal, and what his status is going to be, uh, what the child's status is going to be uh, in halacha. As the daf goes on, so we have three different stories in the Gemara, where at the end of the stories, the Gemara describes that Rav, Rav Yehuda, and Rava rule that a child that comes from this type of marriage uh, is not going to be a mamzer. And the conclusion of the Gemara is that the Vlad is going to be kosher, and if an Ovid Kochavim or an Eved has a child with a Jewish woman, the Vlad is going to be kosher. Now the question that we have to ask is, what does it mean that the Vlad is going to be kosher? What does it mean that the child is going to be uh, uh, a quote-unquote kosher child? So, we have to try to understand that concept. And what we, what, what we mean when we say this is that we're saying that the child can go ahead and the child can marry a regular Jew. But there's a machlokas Rishonim over here where the Rishonim wonder if this child would be able to go and marry a Kohen. Would this child be able to go and have a relationship with a Kohen? Obviously, the child's uh, yichus uh, is not particularly uh, impressive. And uh, the Rishonim wonder 
if this child from this illicit relationship uh, who is mutter to marry a regular Jew, would this child be able to go ahead and marry a Kohen? So the Rush is of the opinion that the child can't go ahead and marry a Kohen because the Gemara that we saw um, that, that we learned earlier on Daf uh, Memhe Ahmed Aleph told us that all of the Amuraim, without, a, uh, without, a, uh, without anybody that disagrees, say that the child can marry regularly into the Jewish people, and the Amuraim admit that the child uh, can't, unfortunately, marry, uh, marry into the Kahuna, but the child can marry regularly. The Rif and the Ramban argue that since the Gemara is coming to a conclusion over here and it doesn't mention anything about the child not being able to marry into Kahuna, not being able to marry into uh, uh, important and Chashiva Yichus, so we can assume that the child can go ahead and marry uh, whoever the child wants to, a Kohen, a Yisrael, a Levi, whoever the child wants to marry. So again, we have a Machlokis over here between the Rif and the Ramban uh, and the Rush. The Rush says that she can't go go ahead and marry a Kohen because uh, she's uh, uh, unable to, uh, to marry into the Kahuna. And the Riff and the Ramban hold that the Gemara would have explicitly said if she wasn't able to go and marry a, uh, a Kohen. And uh, therefore, according to the Riff and the Ramban, it would be mutter for her to marry whoever she wants. So the Shulchan Aruch comes along in Evan Ezer, Simon and Sif Hay, and then in Sif Yudtes, the Shulchan Aruch describes that Lichachilo, the Kohen, shouldn't marry this uh, individual, this child born to this illicit relationship. But Bidiyevet, if they did get married, we do not, uh, we're not going to force them to get divorced. This is the sheet of the Beis Shmuel, commentator, one of the Nosei Kelim on Shulchan Aruch, and we're not going to make them go ahead and get divorced. So Lichachilo, uh, it's obviously not uh, the best way to go about uh, to go about this, but Bidiyevet, if they were to have done it, uh, we are not going to uh, force them to sever these ties. The Gemara continues, and the Gemara quotes a Pasuk that describes the fact that we can only appoint uh, a person to a, uh, uh, a position of authority if uh, this person comes mikerev achecha, from Jewish descendants, not from Gerim, somebody who descends straight from Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, somebody who has uh, yichus that goes back, that we can validate that they have, uh, that they have real yichus, that don't come from Gerim. And the Gemara tells us of Rav Mari Barachel, who is the son uh, of a marriage between an Ovid Kochavin and a Bas Yisrael, and Rava comes along, and Rava tells us that he is going to be able to marry a Bas Yisrael. And the Gemara concludes that since his mother is a Bas Yisrael, he's considered to be Mikar Vachecha. So Rav Mari Bar Rachel, again, who's the, mari- the, 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 the child uh, of this uh, illicit relationship, would be able to go ahead and would be able to uh, join into this power of, uh, this position of power, rather, because he doesn't come from Gerim, rather he comes from Mikarev uh, Achecha, and in order for this, uh, for this person to be able to, uh, to join into uh, this position of Gedula. So the yichus has to be, uh, the yichus has to be good, and this is considered to be, uh, this is considered to be a uh, good yichus. So the Gemara concludes with a story in which uh, there, was a, uh, there was a man who people said was the son of uh, a non-Jewish mother, because his mother was misgayer, the mother underwent a, uh, 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 a gerus, but the Gemara tells in the story that the woman did not uh, go through the process of being toveles. She didn't go ahead and finish and conclude her, uh, her gerus, and she's lacking this final step in the process of becoming a full-fledged ger. She never was toveles in the mikvah. So the Gemara comes along, the Gemara says that her tevila that she had undergone to 
become tahora to her husband when she was in Ida. So that tevila could go ahead and qualify her as a, uh, and qualify as a tevila of conversion because it was done as a uh, Jewish practice. She was trying to fulfill all of the uh, mitzvos of Tara of Tevila, of Tara Samashpacha, of Nida. There was Jewish practice behind this Tevila, and therefore she would, uh, that one of her uh, Tevilos, as coming off of her Nida cycle, would, uh, would allow her to, um, to uh, complete this conversion, and therefore the child that was born from this mother uh, is not going to be, uh, is not going to have any problems. The next story is a similar story where there was a man who came from the son, uh, a man rather, who was the son of a, uh, who was the son of a, um, uh, a non-Jewish, uh, a non-Jewish father, and they said that he was a, uh, they said that he was the son of a non-Jewish father because the father uh, also didn't go through a uh, tevila, and then when the father goes ahead and the father goes and his tovel, uh, tovel because of a tumas carry, the Gemara says the tevila counts for geiris. Again, another action that's done over here—that's uh, an action of a uh, of a Jew when a Jew has a uh, needs to go to the mikvah to relieve a tumas carry. So the Jew goes to the mikvah, and since that was a Jewish practice, that could also constitute as the final level of uh, of uh, of a geiris taking place over here. So therefore, this man and this woman, who both come from relationships, that were lacking the final step of Geras. They both come from relationships where there was a Tvila that was missing over here. They can both uh, go ahead and live their lives as full-fledged Jews because we can assume that the Tvila uh, that they did for another mitzvah was going to be, uh, was going to be sufficient. Now with regards to the last din in the Gemara, we have to ask a question about how we're going to rule practically regarding a man or woman uh, who converted, never went to the mikvah for conversion, but went to the mikvah, uh, in the woman's case, like we said, to become tahora again, to be with her husband, or with regards to the man, to become tahora after having a tumas carry. So uh, again, we have another machlokas we've shown him over here. And the riff and the rush write similar statements that lichachila, we don't treat him like a convert, and we let him marry a bas Yisrael, um, and until he uh, goes out, and until he uh, goes and has a uh, has a tevila in front of three judges, so uh, we're not going to welcome him in. But b'diavad, we don't disqualify the child uh, if there weren't three judges over here, and we assume that three dayanim are needed only for the Kabbalah Samitzos. And even though the Gemara says that the convert goes ahead and does uh, tevila in front of two chachamim, in front of uh, other people, that's only lechachila. So the Rif and the Rush say that uh, lechachila, ideally we should do this, but if we didn't do it, it would still be okay. The Rambam in Isurei Bia, Halacha Yud Gimel, uh, Parak Yud Gimel rather, Halacha, uh, halacha Tes, the Rambam says the following, that if we saw uh, a convert acting like a Yisrael. We saw a convert acting like a Jew. We know that she just finished her Nida cycle and she goes and she's tovelas in the mikvah and she goes ahead and the Ramam describes that she can separate truma or uh, a man who goes ahead and goes into the mikvah after seeing Kerry and does all of the mitzvos. So the chazaka is that this is a person who's going to be a proper convert. And this is even if there are no witnesses uh, in front of whom they converted. But nevertheless, we don't let them marry into Klal Yisrael unless they bring 
witnesses or go ahead and uh, go into the mikvah in front of us since they were muchzakim to be a nachri. We apply a concept over here of hamutzi mechaviru all of haraya and uh, they're muchzak. They're, the chazaka was that they were nachrim, that they were non-Jews. The Ramban says that one who converted by himself is a total nachri. However, if he accepted Kabbalah Samitsos, he had this Kabbalah Samitsos, he accepted mitzos in front of a basedin. And uh, he said he was going to be circumcised, he was going to have a bris, and he was going to go into the mikvah, and they told him about some of the mitzvahs. So even if the mila and the tevila were not in front of a basedin, then uh, we're still going to accept his, uh, we're still going to accept his geiris. So the Shulchan Aruch in Yoridea, in Simen Kuf Samach Ches, if Gimel, writes that anything to do with conversion, or any of the informing the convert about mitzvos to accept the convert, the mila, tevila, must be ideally in front of three judges and must be during the day. And the din l'chachila is, is that uh, no matter what, that any of the geiris processes that we have, the Kabbalah Samitzvah, the tefillah, the mila, any of the other um, learning, any of the other uh, acceptance and commitment to Torah and mitzvot needs to be done during the day and in front of three judges. But the Shulchan Aruch describes that that's really lecharchila. But b'diavet, if he uh, went into the mikvah in front of two judges or he did it at night, even if he didn't go and he wasn't tovel for the sake of geiris, and he was tovel, in the case of the woman, like we said, to be tahora from Nida, in the case of the man, to be tahora from Tumas Keri, he's considered to be a convert and he can go ahead and can marry a, uh, a Jewish girl. But Kabbalah Samitzos is actually going to be Ma'akev even B'diyavid. That if we don't have a real Kabbalah Samitzos in front of people that are going to... Um, that are going to uh, solidify in front of people that are going to validate that this person said that they are willing to join into Klal Yisrael to become part and parcel of the Jewish people. So that Kabbalah Samitzas, the, uh, the details of Geirus are going to be Ma'akiv. But when it comes to the Tvila, so we can accept the Tvila, B'diyeved, in, uh, in a situation in which the Tvila wasn't seen or the Tvila was done but it potentially was done for, uh, for some sort of different purpose. And uh, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins over here in Yerodea that uh, we can indeed uh, accept this, uh, this person who wants to be misguided based on a tvila that's done uh, doing a uh, Jewish custom, doing a Jewish practice. They are fulfilling a, uh, uh, a mitzvah of uh, going to mikvah, of becoming Torah, for uh, regardless of what the uh, situation is uh, at hand, and uh, we will allow them to join into Klal Yisrael and to marry into the Jewish people. So as we go through uh, Daf Memhei and continue these discussions. Uh, about Mamziris, about uh, who can marry into Klal Yisrael and what role uh, does, uh, does different levels of prohibited marriages play in the future offspring, Chayavei Lavin, Chayavei Krisus, whether or not those children can enter into Klal Yisrael. And uh, as the Gemara goes on to describe these uh, instances and these stories in which we do our best to, uh, to accept uh, a ger, to accept a gioris, somebody that wants to join into Klal Yisrael. And uh, even if, uh, unfortunately, they, uh, they fell short in their full uh, commitment over here and that they uh, didn't do uh, tevila like they, uh, like they should have. So the Shulchan Aruch Paskins over here, that uh, that would still be uh, okay. We can still accept them and they can become uh, gerim and they're free to go ahead and to marry uh, whomever they choose. So that uh, rounds up. Mesech Zivamos Daf 
Mem Hey with uh, some beautiful conversations over here uh, within the realm of uh, Ishus, within the realm of um, uh, offspring, progeny, Yichus, the beauty of uh, the beauty of the uh, the world of uh, Seder Nashim, really a, a, a chock full daf here on Daf Mem Hey of Meseches Yivamos.